the opinion line on Cork's 96 FM. Thomas, uh, you, you, you brought that up, or it was brought up, the, the lack of guards on the north side, but let, we'll do that in a second. First of all, Chief Superintendent Myers, man for whom I have the highest respect, I'm sure you do too, he he really is hoping against hope there that people will come forward, isn't he? Good morning. Yeah, good morning, PJ. And yeah, listen, I respect uh, Chief Superintendent Myers and he has a good understanding because of his history in the drug uh, department. But the issue now, PJ, and I'm not trying to be um, dramatic, but there has been a huge escalation in intimidation of people and families Mm -hmm. in the last 12 months and particularly the last six months where you have gangs. I've never, like you said, PJ, there has always been intimidation about drug deaths and threatening families. And like, I would have got a couple of them every year. But no, at the moment, I'm getting one of these every week since, every second week since since Christmas. And what we have now is these gangs, uh, a lot of them local, that the Gardaí know about, that all people know about, threatening people, calling up their families, threatening families, threatening to, to beat people up, to burn people out, and even to kill people. And what you have now is uh, these gangs are being supported by bigger gangs in Dublin. Uh, I know this for a fact, that these gangs are coming to Cork uh, also trying to get money mm-hmm. and what they're doing is they're lulling people into to drug debt and then when I'm dealing with families to people my lord 12,000 up to nearly 30,000 and what they're doing then is they're charging interest every week yeah. so that you can't clear the debt PJ and Thomas and, and I don't want you to name or even attempt to, or I can go anywhere near identifying any of the people you're dealing with and I know you won't anyway but if, if you said to for argument's sake Mrs. Murphy whose who's, who's boy or girl owes 11 or 12 grand and they've had the door put in or they've had the window the, the tire slashed on the car would you say to them go to the guards and if you did would they? Well, I, that's why I asked Superintendent Myers at the meeting on Monday about this drive programme. Oh, yes. It's drug-related intimidation and violence engagement. It's a special pilot programme they launched in Dublin. Okay. And it, had, it has quite success. It's been quite successful. And that's what I'm looking to have in Cork now, so that people can go there anonymously. There's wraparound services. They've got Gardaí. They've got resources. Mm-hmm. They, they tie in with the drugs. They tie in with the local Garda stations. They identify these uh, these drug dealers and these drug pushers, and yeah. they target them then. Yeah. And then what happens is the family... No one knows the family has gone to them. Yes, especially you. Since, since forever, Thomas, there's been a number that you can ring and give all the information you want, and the guards will treat it anonymously, and that's 1 800 666 111. That's been there for many years. Or it's probably changed now. Yeah, 0818 And what I would encourage people to do it, to, to contact the guards, but what this. This special program does, PJ, is you have specialist Gardaí in relation to drug intimidation and the drug world. Because you know yourself, you've covered this for years, right? Um, this is really big stuff. And when you're looking, like I, I've spoken to t- t- uh, Sinn Féin TDs in Dublin, and what they're telling me is that it's destroyed communities up there. And they're saying that if there are Dublin gangs involved, 
it won't be long before there's guns involved in cop. Oh, don't, don't even go there. Please don't draw, don't even well, think about well, it. But P- mind you, PJ, mind you, my, my this, friend Paul Williams, my friend Paul Williams said to me on this program, and it's more than five years ago, he said he was waiting for the same thing to happen. Well, it's happening now, PJ. There's doubling gangs now in Cork at this moment in time, supporting local drug dealers, right? And what what I was what I was disappointed with on Monday is that the Gardaí, the Gardaí should know this. The Gardaí should know it. Well, like, I'm sure, they, I'm sure the they do, but they're not going to discuss it in open meeting. I'm sure they do know. No, but I, I've had I've had conversation with Gardaí in relation to this because, like, these people should be picked up. If these these people arrived in Cork or the people who are dealing with them, they should be they should be picked up. There should be surveillance on them. Yeah, but you know as well as I know, you need grounds to pick them up. You can't just not you can't just nab them. We don't have that kind. They'd they'd be out. They'd be out on free legal aid four hours later. You know yourself. That's that's fine, but at least they know that the Gardaí are watching them, right? Yeah. At the moment, you see, PJ, what, what they, 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 these right? bios would sue you for long for lo- unlawful arrest be- before they'd look twice at you. You know they would, Tom. Yeah, but PJ, there are people dying. I know that there are people that dying at, I know at the that. moment. I know that, and these fellas, and you see, PJ, the problem now is these gangs feel they're untouchable. Yeah, and they know the Gardaí are under pressure with numbers and with resources to wrong. tackle them. You're not wrong, and you're going around. Ah, look, and that's like Tom. Since my dad, since my dad was a guard in the north side, and that's not yesterday. And and his great old friend Flan Wiley was a detective up there. Flan Wiley, yeah, yeah, and and see, they both. Even then, there were people who considered themselves untouchable. But Peter, you mentioned Flan Wiley now, right? I remember growing up in the north side. His name was synonymous, right? That's right. If you People would say to you, if you were getting into trouble, they'll call Flan Wiley. That's right. <laughs> no, I actually never met the man, right? <laughs> uh, he was a very but close he, friend of my dad's. And he was like, if, if, if Flan Wiley was on your case, you were in trouble. Yes. And that, that's the thing, PJ. That's what we need. No, we need Gary on the ground like Flan Wiley. That people, that he's got a presence. That people are saying, well, you wouldn't cross him. Because if right. you cross him you will be in big trouble. That's right. And that's what we need, PJ. The likes of him on the ground. And we don't, you're right, we don't don't have them anymore. By the way, and you you raised that, I know that. By the way, I hear you rather like your name. Yes, I was just (laughs) listening to Fiona. Uh, To be honest, there used to be great crack because sometimes I'd be sending messages to dinner for Fiona's about uh, news reports or things that would be happening and sometimes I'd get them mixed up. And I know that Fiona's used to find that very funny that Tommy would be sending the wrong Fiona message, you know. But uh, (laughs) but, uh, it's funny, Peter, that you talk about it. Um, I remember my my youngest girl, she's nearly 13, um, I suggested at the time... uh, she Orla, but I suggested at the time maybe the name Seven uh, for you a bit of a crack. Were you a Star Trek fan? Big fan. Seven of nine. Yeah, seven of nine. She just yeah. slaughtered yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> so the, to this day, I still get reminded of that. <laughs> Thomas, thanks. Thomas Gould, uh, Sinn Fein TD. Courts ninety six FM.